welcome to eTalks Off the Record podcast. I'm Lainey. I'm here with Danielle. Remember, everything we say here is off the record. Although we're talking about off the record, I mean, Adele with all of these records. Oof. She is the subject of this episode. Yes, and breaking records. Lots of records. Can't even <laughs> keep track of how many records she's breaking. So true. The new album is 30. Not surprisingly, it's probably one of the most successful albums of 2021, if not the most successful, highly anticipated. The single is huge. But I'm thinking of you and Adele because where we work, there's this huge portrait. Because, <laughs> like, you know, we've interviewed some major stars, and there's this huge portrait of you and Adele from back when she released her last album, 25. Yes. And you went to interview her. So my question to you is, is the Adele that you spent, what, an hour with? Yeah, probably a good 40 minutes, yeah. yeah. What's the difference between Adele then to you and the Adele you're seeing now? She still speaks as fast. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sometimes it almost felt like I needed an interpreter yeah. because she spoke so fast. But the same self-deprecating humor. Yeah. She calls it a filthy sense of humor. Her laugh is mm -hmm. the same. All of those things. She has upped the glam okay. significantly, right. I would say, just in her overall kind of aesthetic. Yeah. Like a really contoured face. Yeah. Her eyeliner still obviously All, remains always. the same. Yeah. More fitted items, I would say, when I interviewed Adele. She's really tall. Yeah. I don't know if everybody knows how tall Adele is. She's a very tall woman. She was in sort of a looser fitting dress. Yeah. But she was really unassuming. I wasn't in a rose garden. Yeah. With <laughs> we were in like a BBC office space overlooking Westminster Bridge. She came in with no one, walked in by herself, yeah. sat down and kind of anything went. And she was really keen to chat. And she is very chatty, I think, as we saw in the Oprah interview. I think in all of the interviews that she's been doing, she is chatty and... People were wondering, with the physical transformation, yeah. which she's tired of talking about, and I think a lot of people should be tired of talking about, would that mean, though, like a personality transformation? I think what I'm hearing from you is that the same girl. Same. Same girl from England. Same, same, all the way around. Yeah, I think, yes, of course, she's changed physically, and I love how she's addressed that. And yeah. People's opinions of her body are not for her to worry about. She's yeah. not there to be a poster child for anything, for mm -hmm. anybody, and I think that's really wonderful. Yeah. But... No, I'm not saying I did an Oprah level interview, but <laughs> if we're comparing the apples that we have here, yeah. very similar. I think maybe now I would say a little more thoughtful in her responses. You know, she's really quick, yeah. but I think there's so much that's happened to her in the last yes. several years that she really took time to really reflect on that. And that's what the album's about. So yeah. she shared quite a bit of that in the interview. When I spoke to her, she's just having a good time, just Fun, yeah. fun, fun, fun. I mean, I love the album, and yeah. as she's been very particular about wanting people to listen to the album from top to bottom, first song to last song. And this is candid stuff. This is her divorce album, yeah. technically from her marriage, but she says she's divorcing herself. She's divorcing who she used to be, the things that she held up and was hanging on to, she had to let go of, which a lot of it was she has said the expectation that marriage should be something that lasts forever. And she's saying that one of the hardest things was, which broke my heart, which is the most intimate thing that you can share, was letting down her son. Oh, that was, like, my stomach sank when yeah. I heard her say that. That led me to believe how long did she hold on for, knowing yeah. it wasn't something that served her anymore, that worked for her anymore because yeah. of that, because of the fear of letting down yeah. this child. 
And I think that too is why people love her because she's always had cry yourself to sleep music. Oh yeah. But after a divorce, I think a lot of women can relate to giving up on things that you thought you wanted forever and you tried to make work, but also the idea of disappointing your child in service of your own happiness. Yes. And abandoning those yeah. ideas. Marriage is martyrdom yeah. and motherhood is martyrdom and yeah. all of those things. She's saying no. I think sometimes I forget that she's 30 years old. I know. Like, I was not this evolved yeah. as a human being with my feelings and yeah. my thoughts and the things that didn't work for me. I stumbled through most of that decade, yeah. I would say. She's just, like, so solid, it seems. Well, she would say she's been through a lot of therapy and she's doing yes. a lot of self-work, but I also think that I appreciate from the perspective of both a human being and hearing from a celebrity, especially celebrity moms, you always get, like, a really sanitized version of what motherhood is, and to see someone who says, um, I don't know if I did this right. I'm not sure if I've scarred my child. I don't know. I think that's so relatable. It is, because nobody knows if they're doing yeah. anything right. I do love that she shared that she and her ex, Simon, have homes across the street. Yeah. And they have this really... Okay, please. But then what happens when your boyfriend comes over? <laughs> like, know. is that not weird? Uh, but maybe that's part of the, I don't know if I'm doing this right factor. Yeah. Listen, hopefully we both have marriages that last forever. Yes. But can you imagine not... Lasting and Randall then, living across the street oh, from no. me. Oh no! Oh <laughs> no! I'm too nosy. I'm too petty. Yes, <laughs> it wouldn't be so much yes at keeping tabs on me. It would be me probably peeking through the blinds. Yes, installing a certain camera at a certain angle. <laughs> I know. It's very evolved. It is very evolved, and she's happy in her relationship. He would have some kind of maybe not front row, but middle yeah. row seat to that. Simon, I mean, and it's commendable. It her is. relationship being Rich Paul. Yes. A power player Big on the scene. What do you think of this relationship? I think she seems really happy. Mm -hmm. I love that she is a powerful woman in her own right. He is a powerful man yeah. in his own right. They came together as these people with these individual powerhouses behind them. And they're like, yeah, this is great. I like this. They're well matched. Yeah. I think, too, we talk about celebrities and... Occasionally, there's that, oh, I'll just date a regular guy person, a regular girl person. Like, Simon Konecki... Regular guy. Yeah. Certainly, there must be benefits to that. But in her case, there aren't very many entertainers who are on the same level as Adele. She has only, like, maybe three peers. There are only so many Beyoncés, Taylors, and Adeles, right? Yes. I was going to put Celine in there, too. Celine, yes. <laughs> Celine, for sure. And then you have Adele... And I kind of love that she's embracing her fame and dating another really connected person in Hollywood. Yeah. Where you don't have to worry about, am I overshadowing this other person? I love that. And had a low-key life in London before with Simon and with their yeah. son, Angelo. Now is living up the street from Oprah, dating a Hollywood... Hanging you know, out with Nicole Richie. This, yeah, on the dance floor with... Drake, yeah. and she uh -huh. seems to be really enjoying it. Oftentimes, you hear of people from the UK not really assimilating well to life. Oh, no. Yeah. It looks real good Adele. on Adele. Adele has fully embraced <laughs> LA living. Big time. <laughs> fully embraced yes. it. The school run talks about going to pick up her kids and meeting other moms, and anyway. I think, too, it's the LA living, and then part of that is also 
LA and Vegas are so close. Mm -hmm. Hollywood celebrities are always in Vegas doing their celebrity thing. Adele is going to be in Vegas doing the whole residency thing. I love this for us yeah. as fans, but for her as well, the residency, as we know, major, major moneymaker. Oh, back up the truck. Beep. Yeah. Beep. Yeah. But then as a mom, I love it because I'm like, there's a schedule here. Uh -huh. And you're a performer yeah. and an artist. You don't get the luxury of schedule very yeah. often. It's weekends with Adele. Yeah. It's weekends for a few yeah. months. She's going to rake in a ton of money. So much money. Put on some amazing shows and drive thousands of people back yeah. to Las Vegas. I think it's just It's so smart. The when, dream. Yeah. And same time zone. So oh, yeah. your sleep isn't really like... It's a 45-minute flight or yeah. something. And then if she wants, she can party that night. Oh, yeah. Monday to Friday with the kid. Pick up at school. Pick drop up at off. school. Everything's fine. I also think, and we're talking showbiz talk here, back in the day, Vegas used to be where careers died. Yeah. You were admitting defeat. <laughs> <laughs> it was the end. But now, and to bring up Celine, to your point, Celine really turned that around. She was like, no, 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 I'm not dying. I am thriving. I've just decided that I will take all this money and make people come to me. And since then, Gaga has done a residency. J-Lo has done a residency. Britney did a residency. I think Mariah did a, Janet Jackson did a, everyone has done a residency. It's not embarrassing. No, it's not the Osmond side of things. No. It's not. <laughs> It's not. It's a celebration. Yeah. You know, people, this is a pilgrimage now mm -hmm. to get to see your favorite performer in Vegas, yeah. right? I, you know why I, I also that. think this is smart too, Now, It's like a tour. Tours promote albums. That's generally the way that recording artists go. Even though Adele could sell out stadiums, this isn't an album that you want to listen to in a stadium. No, it's small. You want it's, it into. Yes. It's like a Torch Singers album. You know, you want her to be like low light in a club. It's that kind of energy, that kind of vibe. Yeah. You can go to like a little club that's 300 people. But Vegas is the perfect venue. You have tables with the little lamps yeah. and people like sitting, you know, kind of old school style. I think the most you get in there is maybe like five or 6,000, but it's not like a stadium crowd. And I do think that that's how these songs should be enjoyed. I think you're absolutely Absolutely right. Did I ever tell you how I got to listen to the previous album that I went to London to do the interviews for? No, am I gonna? Do you want to know this? Yeah, well, yes okay. and no, but yes. <laughs> Typically, or it has happened in the past where if an artist is coming out with an album, like a yeah. Taylor Swift, for example, you're on a call with other people to listen to the track. There's yes. somebody making sure you can't record it. Yeah. So, but you're in your own yeah. kind of space listening to it. This was a couple of journalists at a record label's office in Notting Hill, upstairs, downstairs, elevators, twists and turns in this one locked room with a computer that had never been on the internet before. What are those computers called? Oh. Like an air gap computer or oh, something? I don't, I don't know. know. I've never met it one. It came out of a drawer that was locked. It had never been on the internet, so it was never, you were never yeah. able to like take the songs. And Mega security. Then it came out and we all listened to the album together. Then they closed the computer and they put it back in the locked drawer and locked it up. Yeah, that's the level of security you need, especially for an artist like Adele. I bet you it was even more extreme for, this time for, 30. for whoever listened to it.
It would have I, to be. I've heard the same thing about Taylor Swift did some kind of, I think, a Vogue interview, and the same thing. The journalist could only hear it with a specific set of headphones yes. and someone else's phone and basically had to keep their hands tucked under their thighs. Like, it was that level. But, yeah, I get it. That happened with me recently with Ed Sheeran's new album. It was somebody played it. Yep. And I got to listen to it, but that person controlled yeah. the the playing of the music, yes. and then I hung up the phone, and that was it. Yep. This was a computer that came out of a Piracy a is safe. a big thing. I, I agree. I hear you. I loved it. I mean, I loved it. listen, with Adele, I get it. There was all this built-up anticipation, right? Six years between albums, everybody's waiting, and it came out of nowhere. No one was really expecting it or thinking about it, and then suddenly those 30s started popping up uh -huh. in landmarks around the world, and now we get the album. But I also love that she uses all her fame resources to guard her privacy. And it's oh, yeah. not just with the music, but she doesn't get popped very often. Good point. Right? Yeah. She doesn't get popped very often. Lives in LA. I mean, think about how many people get popped in LA. No kidding. When she wants to, as she has said, she can disappear. She can go underground for a long time. She avoids social media. There's sometimes like eight months between posts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And when they come up, you're just like, oh, yeah. she's back. And then she goes away again. Yes. It's also what I like about her. Yeah. Let me miss you. Let me miss you. Not enough celebrities do. <laughs> Not enough celebrities know how to do this. You're so she's right. She's good at that. Yeah. She's, okay. she's the best. So are we going to Vegas? If this variant is not a problem, <laughs> yes, I will go to Vegas. I would love to see Adele yeah. in I, Vegas with you. Honestly, I would love to see Adele. Oh, I man. would love to just have one of those nights. And can you imagine that crowd? That's going to be a crowd that is ready to cry. Big time. I went to an Adele show. She was touring 25. And all of us went out to dinner beforehand. It was somber. <laughs> we didn't have bubbly drinks. We had scotch. I was going to say, it, was like, <laughs> it would be a brown yeah, liqueur got, of some Exactly. Kind. We got ready for the feelings. Yeah. And we couldn't get seats all together. So some of us had to sit alone. And I was OK with that. I sat yeah. alone. And it was me and Adele <laughs> singing to my feelings. Did you cry? A little bit. <laughs> she would want yes. out of this experience. Yes. That's exactly that's what, what she I think would that want. that's also what people who are going to listen to this podcast and then switch us off, they're going to move over to Adele. Listen and like, to the album in order. Get into bed. In the way she wanted it. Get some snacks. Get some snacks. Get yourself an old-fashioned. Yeah. Get yourself into your feelings. Yeah. Thank you, Adele, <laughs> for getting us in touch with our emotions. And thank you, everybody, for listening to Etox Off the Record podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. We so appreciate it. And don't forget to watch Etox weeknights at 7 p.m. on CTV. Remember, what we say here is off the record. We'll be back soon. Bye.